Hi, everyone. Thanks for being here for this new episode. I'm Morgan, personal development coach and shaman. I'm all about self-leadership. And today I have an amazing guest. Her name is Tope, and I want her to introduce herself. So hi, Tope. Hello. Hi. Hi. Thanks, Morgan. It's so great to be here. Yeah. Hi. So I'm Tope, and um, I'm a relationship and dating coach, and I work with incredible busy professional women just to have an amazing love life so to find their lifetime partner so I'm all about helping them to find the one that they're actually going to build and create the life with uh so just making sure they get over any blocks that might be standing in their way Mm -hmm. uh, making sure that they take the first step which is loving themselves first wholly I'm a massive believer in that like before you even do anything else um so that's what I'm I'm really about and I I love this whole identity of being like a love goddess wow that's the identity that I really want my women to embrace um because my three steps that I, I I kind of work with are about loving yourself loving your life loving your relationship mm-hmm. so for me it's all about just that radiation of that love from inside yourself but also obviously the life that you're living and also just around the whole concept of your relationship so so yeah so I'm all about that love goddess life (laughs) wow I love that (laughs) yeah so I'm very happy that you're here because um self-love is something very important and I always talk about how it's like loving yourself is always the first step to anything you do in life. Yeah. But I would like to know more about like if you can share how you you chose this this path of helping other women. Like what is your story? Yeah, it's really interesting. It's funny actually because sometimes I feel like it chose me. Mm-hmm. I think since I was young, I've always been into love. I've always been into love, romance. I have like I used to wear all these big chunky heart pendants and even now to this day I still wear heart necklaces heart earrings heart rings (laughs) (laughs) I sound like a bit cheesy but I'm not it's just I feel like that's the symbol for me that kind of really encompasses a lot of things about me Mm -hmm. since I'm quite a naturally caring person I'm into the love I'm into the romance and stuff and so I think later on in life when I started going down this path almost felt like oh my goodness why was I not doing this sooner um it just felt like such a a neat connection but for me really I think what got me here was just my own journey when it came to looking for love Mm. it came to looking for a relationship and I think as I was growing up I kind of always felt a little bit um just not connected to my parents I always felt like I just didn't have that emotional connection from them and then I found myself like really thinking about how to get that connection I always thought I had to get it from a romantic relationship so from quite young I was always seeking a boyfriend like I was always seeking that security in a boy mm-hmm. and then obviously in a man so it just really followed me throughout my life and um what obviously I I realized now and I didn't know then was I was just kind of really looking for anybody who would just accept me and have me and I know that sounds a little bit like just take me you know I'll go with anyone but in a way it was kind of a little bit like that um I just wanted love I just wanted to be loved and you know I got married quite young I got married in my early 20s and at the time I really felt like I knew what I was doing because I really wanted to have a you know family unit you know, almost like to kind of make up for what I felt like I was missing. 
and I wanted to settle down have children but I think we were both on different pages you know and so we kind of parted ways but I learned a lesson and a big lesson around not um trying to get somebody to be somebody who they're not because I was constantly wanting him to be somebody and I realized that actually that wasn't really fair to him so and then after that I just continued on my journey looking I met somebody really lovely who I was in a six-year relationship with and I had my son with my eldest son and you know but what I also realized there was compatibility wasn't just having shared interests wasn't just like watching the same things on TV so that was another lesson for me and carried on on my journey and then I met um, my youngest dad and that was probably the most significant relationship for me which was really the turning point and what really got me to where I am today because it was in that scenario where I was waiting for this man to commit to me who never seemed who was never going to do it when I really started to understand about my lack of self-worth because you know how you go when you're struggling, you start seeking answers, you know, you go into YouTube. Why won't this guy commit? How to get him to commit to me? All the things. And you look for the books. And then I came across this book, which really opened my eyes. And that she was doing this comparison about being a doormat or a dream girl. And I was convinced I was a dream girl because I was like, oh, yes, because I'm so amazing. I'm a great girlfriend and all the things. And then I was looking at this doormat list. I was like, oh, my God, that's me. I just let this guy just walk all over me. Um, it really woke me up and it was really great lesson for me on just knowing how to value myself, knowing how to really appreciate who I was and knowing that I was worthy of so much more, that I deserved so much more. And so I really just spent time just redeveloping my self-worth, really just growing in that area. And obviously it impacted me then going forward with connecting with other guys and learning how to put my boundaries in place learning how to know what it was that I was looking for and not settling for less. Mm -hmm. Um, And then also the other steps that I mentioned earlier about learning to love my life and not focus solely on just looking for that man and also understanding that that relationship wasn't going to fix everything in my life. Um, And also making sure that I had my own identity and then getting really clear about what I wanted in relationships. And I'm a mentor for young people. So I wanted to go into working with adults and working with women so I worked with them around self-worth but then it just naturally progressed into relationship coaching because I saw that real connection I'd walked the path and have helped women doing that since so sorry if that was quite a long intro that's great it's uh it's very important because you really mentioned a lot of key notions here self-worth the doormat syndrome which I'm also a doormat recoverer like (laughs) like recovering doormat anonymous or something you know yeah 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 uh, and and also in in general so and you also mentioned the the identity and uh, wanting to wanting someone to be who they are not and this can also be the case when you meet someone who just genuinely appears to to be and then when you to be what he says he is or she says she is if you know whoever is listening you know you yeah. just apply to which gender you refer to we are just referring to men from our own experience yeah. but of yeah. course you know and uh, and sometimes you enter the relationship and you're like oh where is the man who was uh, n- not really chasing, but like 
you know, mm-hmm. trying to, to really build something. Mm-hmm. And that's when you kind of tend to realize that maybe that there's a kind of uh, narcissism. And th- this is also uh, something that can happen to, to actually... Basically, what I'm trying to say is that when you, you kind of like self-worth and you crave for love, you're, you're a giver, you're, you genuinely give from your heart. Yeah. Sometimes you can meet people who are not necessarily ma- from a place of being malevolent, but because yeah. they are also equally wounded, they're yeah. just going to feed themselves from your yeah. love. So yeah. it's all like instant connection. It's all glitters and rainbows and unicorns. And then you really start getting serious. And this human being has changed. Like the, like, yeah. So you tend to gaslight yourself like, oh, that, then that must be me. Maybe, you know, like something's wrong with me. They're they're themselves like they're accepting me. So why am I making this up? Yeah. So what would you have to say around this? um, You know, uh, not (laughs) Did you have any advice basically to give uh, to avoid this kind of attracting narcissists or I, I know narcissist is a kind of uh, like fashionable word yeah <laughs> all that, but like wounded people like how to spot and how to really not lose your identity because I know you're big on that uh, yeah, yeah. very important for you so yeah. that's a really interesting question yeah but how to spot them I think one of the best ways is to take it slowly mm-hmm because I think when you're, because we get carried away, we get excited, we get caught up. And it's like, uh, you know, the expression love bombing, you get love bombed by these guys in the beginning. Mm-hmm. Um, and you get, you fall into it and you get caught up. And I know that's definitely what happened to me. I got so hooked on this person that um, I knew that deep down it probably wasn't right for me, but I couldn't get unhooked mm-hmm. because it had gone too quickly. But if I had actually taken a bit of time um, to just let it like play out slowly, I would have started to see some of the signs before getting my heart too intertwined with that person. So I definitely think pace is really important. And I definitely feel like we as women do need to try and set the pace because I know we can get excited when a guy pays us so much attention and, you know, showers us with compliments and pursues us in the beginning and, you know, all the things. And then suddenly we're like, oh my God, he's the one because he's doing all the things. But that's easy to do for a short period of time, but it's not easy to like maintain. So if you're taking your time, then you'll see whether or not that person's actually genuine. Because I'm sure they they have a genuine interest, but you know, they've got their own reasons as well for pursuing things. And I would definitely say that that was the scenario with the last person I was with that, you know, I could see that they needed something for me and I was definitely overgiving mm-hmm. definitely overgiving and and also the element when you're overgiven is not just because you're natural at it but also there might be a need for you as well to feel needed mm-hmm. and to feel wanted and to be appreciated so it kind of serves you too to keep doing that um so it's just really and it's also really noticing how somebody makes you feel so I think that was a that was a big thing as well. Like if you are doing all of this and maybe they are, you know, in the beginning making you feel great, you will notice, I think, something in your nervous system. You'll notice something around 
whether you feel anxious and worried about are they going to get in touch are they going to um mm-hmm. you know put their effort in the energy you know what I mean like that kind of nervousness you shouldn't be experiencing because if it's working then you should feel calm you should feel at peace you should feel relaxed because you're there's certainty in what you've got between you the certainty in that it works and it suits you so that is another important thing definitely like listen to your body listen to your intuition all those things are just really important too and as soon as you get something and I know people talk about red flags red flags a lot but I think we have to be careful a little bit with that but I think it's just you know within you whether something's right or not and you have to be strong enough to step back and try and see it for what it really is that's so true and uh when you said um about the nervousness also when you when you are really wounded and overgiving and looking for this love outside of yourself basically mm-hmm. um you tend like if you were raised i mean growing up if you were lacking some emotional support or validation and if you were raised in fear basically your nervous system thinks that it's normal because the the subconscious mind cannot make the difference between excitement or warning mm, yes. it's just this, the polar opposite so it's really yeah. the mind and because we are craving this um this ideal relationship we tend to mistake the nervousness the nervousness for excitement mm. and we 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 don't do it on purpose it's like I don't even want to say lying to ourselves because a lie is something conscious like you yeah. consciously decide to ignore but it's more subconscious and you just oh because I want this so bad and I'm feeling this then it's because that's the right yeah person for me the right human being for me yeah so that's very important what you what you said and to me it comes down to an addiction to the body chemicals that are released by the nervous system in times of intense stress mm, yeah so it's very important to really know yourself and uh i guess what you said about pacing yourself sometimes you know you you just want to jump in because you you feel you finally found that relationship that man and you're so afraid that it goes away that you hold on to it and you're ready to make it work no matter what and I do believe that two people need to make effort to make it work but it it should be natural effort and it shouldn't be that much of an effort per se it's just work Uh, in the same direction so really pacing yourself and understanding um, why you have these feelings when like relating it to childhood for example Mm. like doing the inner child work Mm. at the same time definitely yeah there's a lot of checking in with yourself and self-reflecting and just and and what you said about knowing your own body I think that's a really good point because there is that element of really knowing yourself isn't there because you you think about other times when you've gone through certain circumstances and you feel those same feelings it's like hold on a minute but how can this then be excitement if I've experienced this kind of nervousness or anxiety before related to stress that can't be a good feeling so I need to watch that or I need to keep my eye on that and I think yes I think sometimes people can get get carried away thinking that you know the feelings of butterflies mm. is what gives them that kind of like excitement like when oh my god I'm getting butterflies because I'm going to see him and yet I think to a degree but I still feel that there's a sense of peace and calm 
that is really important that kind of yeah this is going to be great this is I'm looking forward to seeing him but it's not you know what I mean because sometimes those feelings of butterflies and anxiety is the worry is this going to work is this going to be great am I good enough like me yeah is it going to go well that's what I think it tends to be more of than yeah I I think he's cool or you know or even if it doesn't go well that's okay like you know it's great to have had that experience to meet somebody new to see what what else I might like what I don't like for sure do you know what I mean so and I get it because we have the hormones and we cannot control <laughs> the hormones but that's where I, for me one of the key things about what I do is making sure we bring logic into it and not just get carried away with the hormones and our bodies and our body parts <laughs> you know, so yeah. the discernment really the discernment it, yeah. it's really actually it's more uh you versus you i mean yeah. you and you instead yeah. of you and the, the other human okay. at, at least at the, at the beginning to really know if uh if this is meant for you and and on the other hand side like you said you were talking about red flags it's also um not giving up when you see like the something that you see as a red flag is it just you because you're afraid you're just like oh that's not gonna work because he just Mm -hmm. made this so it's really um of course there are like big no's like big no way yeah but sometimes it's just like is it me having expectations on this human Mm -hmm. being that i just recently met yeah and because they said something that doesn't match my expectations yes uh so i I'm all for uh, seeing and yeah. putting the mindset. I mean, tell me as as the expert that you are, if that's a good uh, tip or mindset to have, but to be more like, a, I'm going to be friend with him in the first place. Mm. Targeting the friendship. Mm. that I find that kind of releases pressure yeah. and um, expectations and all that. What would you yeah. say about that? Yeah, I absolutely agree with that. And I think that's what, when I was saying about the red flag stuff, yes, there are some big, massive Mm no-nos. I think part of the way to preempt some of that is first of all, getting really clear on what you want and what you're looking for in the relationship. You know, what kind of experience that you want to have with somebody, what, how some, what ways in which people work with you. So you'll learn all this from your previous relationships because you'll know by looking back what worked well, what didn't work well, what you were missing. So you, you're armed with that foreknowledge before you go in. So if somebody doesn't already meet a requirement straight off the bat, you know that relationship's not got longevity. Mm. Even if you've got maybe a bit of chemistry and you get on, but you know somewhere down the line that's going to become an issue for you and it will be an ongoing issue because it's something that just cannot be solved. Wow. So that's something to to bear in mind in terms of like the red flag stuff. But yes, definitely being mindful of having too high expectations of somebody. And that's where being, like, I believe in being picky to the point of having your requirements, but not being picky when you're nitpicking mm. at every little thing about somebody. Oh, they said it that way. Well, that doesn't like resonate with me, but it's just like, but you're going to be different. You're brought up differently. You've got different experiences, probably different cultural backgrounds and all kinds of things. So you're not going to gel in every single way with somebody. And it's about learning to work with each other because there isn't going to be that 100% perfection anyway with anybody. And for me, I always feel like if you've got that 70 or 80% going well for you, that's pretty good you know and the rest is the stuff that you just got to work through which you'll probably be working through till kingdom come because you're just different people but for the Mm -hmm. most part 
you've got a really great connection with each other. So it's just that bit of bit about not the nitpicking, not picking on every single little thing that somebody does. Um, but just also but being really clear about what you're looking for and want that you know is going to make you happy in the relationship experience versus the little tiny little bits of actions and behaviors that they do. Right. And I think it's also important to to really be connected within yourself to actually be able to sense the intention of the human mm-hmm. being in front of you. Because yes. sometimes words are words. <laughs> I mean, yeah. sometimes we it's sometimes hard to translate what we feel or energies into words. So we can be clumsy, we can be awkward, sometimes it happens. So not to get easily triggered by what someone mm-hmm. said, but really tune in and double check what did you mean? Yeah. And really like not necessarily jump and point finger. No. Um, and really take time to to understand where this uh, this human being is coming from. Like did did they really mean to to harm? Like was it clearly an attack, like a belittling remark or um something to really hurt or yeah. was it just clumsiness like they said something and you took it personally because of your own wounds mm-hmm. or it, so it, it's all it's all about the self like I, like I was saying yeah definitely and I think that is a really good point and it is about and one of the things I think people don't do enough is they don't ask just ask the question ask the person what did they mean like what was what was the intention behind that you know I've I've done that often with my my partner and where you know we've gone through we had so many kind of teething problems in the beginning because of just that miscommunication in fact I said I think we're triggering each other's wounds here <laughs> because you say something and then I kind of feel a way about it or I say something and you immediately think it means this and it's not until we talk it through that we like oh okay it wasn't that okay it was this okay and then there was that deeper understanding every single time of that other person so I know now if I say this um it might mean that or he'll know not to take it so personally you know, it's got nothing to do with him. It's just a comment or it's just a, my thinking, my thought process. But the key thing there for us, I think, has always been that respectful communication. Right. It's always been about asking and talking it through and getting to understand. Because I, I think that's where there's so much of a breakdown and there's a lot of um, assumptions made um, and sometimes a fear of asking the question in case they don't like the answer. Yeah, But you've also got to be brave enough to to know that whatever the answer is going to be, it's going to be that. And then you decide where you go from there. It's better to be, to have that transparency, to, to have that clarity, then you can make informed decisions. But if you're operating on your own assumptions, then that's where things can go really wrong. And you'll find out maybe somewhere down the line, oh, you never meant that five months ago. Oh, I didn't realise we could still be together. You know, right. that kind of thing. Yeah, yeah. definitely. So important. And, uh, I once heard uh, when you assume you make an ass of you and me okay. and yeah. I thought it was brilliant <laughs> because that's uh, I, I really believe that um, expressing ourselves is very important arguments are optional yeah they can be useful if you know how to turn them into yeah. experiences and grow from them be like okay well we could have uh, avoided 
paying to each other if we had told this through this through yeah. you know yeah and um so i really really resonate with that and uh it really has to be like a, a common uh, will to mm. make things work and keep things on on check and emotions are natural so i'm not talking about yeah, it's just I, like i always say it's when when you run sure of something instead of saying you said this you made me feel that way i always say like to express i felt that way what did you mean like oh i felt that because that's your perception so yeah. you, you and you are asking so you're being vulnerable here uh asking someone to explain and you're not pointing finger so the the other human being in front of you is not going to be like oh what like pointing finger can be perceived as intrusive invasive or blaming or so when you that was my dog snoring <laughs> sorry <laughs> <laughs> when you actually hear uh someone say uh i'm sorry what did you mean because i am under the impression that yeah. then you cannot uh you cannot go wrong by expressing your heart and if the other human being in front of you is like oh you always feel that way you always like you're so this or that you're too this or too that whoa let's let's not go there <laughs> exactly you're absolutely right and it is that try not to point the finger mm. you're, it's not going to be conducive to then a probably a constructive conversation because the other person may naturally get defensive and then you're going from that defense place and it is about having to take ownership for your own feelings mm. and your own perception of that because you could be completely wrong and even if you weren't wrong then it's like okay well now I know that but and uh, like I was it, just like you always like well I felt like this when you said this and sometimes you can ask people to frame things differently or to do something different and I would really appreciate it if next time you could x y and z ask me about it or tell me this or do you know I mean so like I'm so anti-argument I think because I grew up in a home where there was so much shouting and arguing and everything that was going on oh. um and I, but and I also what I noticed is that people weren't listening to each other they were just hearing the emotions it was just the emotions that were being felt and that's why I think I've always been a little bit more like a little bit rational like I get angry I'll get upset about something but I tend not to take it out on the my partner I wouldn't dare like shout at him or scream at him or call him names I just don't believe in any of that stuff if I've got all that emotion I need to get out I would actually take it somewhere else I would actually call up my friend and rant get it all out of my system and then actually think to myself hold on am I being triggered by something he said so it's literally got nothing to do with him it's just mm -hmm. me reacting or is it literally something he said or did <laughs> that is an issue that I need to ask him to reconsider um and that always helps because then I can go back and be really clear about what the issue was and just say well actually you know what this is what the problem was here rather than just talking out through all of that emotion um and obviously there's nothing wrong with emotion it's natural but I think in order to have a constructive healthy conversation it's good to kind of just take a minute that's why I'm a big believer. And if you're feeling wound up and angry, you can always walk off and just say, listen, I need to, I need a minute. I need, I need to go so I can just calm myself down, think this through and then come back because I don't, like you say, the arguments are great if they can turn into growth, but just in that moment, sometimes it's just a bit like, well, there's no need for all this noise. <laughs> yeah. And, uh, 
also calling people names that like yeah. I said to, to me insults are totally unnecessary mm -hmm. and I've been through that where uh, a little situation was turned into a big drama and so when you ask yourself when you ask the, the other human a question what did you mean and then they, mm -hmm. they lose their shit mm. and then they start like blaming you so this is this is another issue and then when you're just being called names like oh yeah. f you and you're just yeah. mm, censored <laughs> you mm -hmm. know just not saying too many swear words here <laughs> uh, <laughs> but even if they apologize after the harm is still done and yeah. you know it's still a wound but you're like nobody deserves to be called names especially when they didn't mean any any harm and that's just a stupid misunderstanding you know yeah. like sometimes it happens like and so this is also uh, this is also very important that not to to tolerate mm, definitely and that's where the self-respect comes in because I wouldn't have that I'd be like yeah that's not happening I don't I don't take I don't accept that I don't accept unacceptable behavior I'm just like no <laughs> so because you've got to be able to say to somebody I'm not accepting being treated like that in order for them to be like okay I can't behave like that with her because she won't have it mm. but if, if you keep taking it they will continue because yeah. they've got no reason not to and maybe because of their own way of normally being or how they've encountered relationships or their beliefs in the way that it's okay to be like that there's all the things that that could get caught up in even my partner he said to me you're very different to previous I've had people I've got into the clashes with them there was a whole load of name calling and stuff like that and I didn't even like that about myself but that person brought it out of me because of what they said so I then re retaliated whereas mm. you never provoked me I said well no because I'm never going to say things like that I don't believe in calling names and insulting you because where does that get anything and also I care about you so I don't want you to feel bad you mm. know no matter what the situation is and I think there's just something about having respect for the other human being as well basically they are a person and if you don't want to be spoken to like that then why would you also speak to them like that and it doesn't solve anything it doesn't resolve the situation by calling somebody names and it can really harm things and like you said even if you apologize you don't forget mm. you know and that and that's kind of like a bit of a chip a little chink in the you know the love armor where you've been you have been wounded by that person by their words and you always wonder is that how they really think <laughs> is that what they yeah. really think of me you know right. so it is it's a lot of mindfulness when you're in a relationship it is a lot of mm. you know being thoughtful yeah and then you're like okay so that was the insult what is what is the next step the mm. next step like to which point can this uh escalate yeah you know if there is a, a lack of self-control and uh and also, you know, I, I once read something and I found it that was very, very uh, deep. When you put a nail in a wooden board, mm. you nail a, a nail, like a metal nail in the wooden board, and then you remove the nail. There is yeah. still a scar. So yeah. the insults are like the, the nail that you put in the wooden board. And even if you apologize, I mean, if someone apologizes, the, it's still there. And it's not easy to to actually, like you said, like, do, do they really think I'm an asshole? Like, mm -hmm. you know, and then it's like, 
oh no i'm sorry you are not you you are actually not an asshole yeah but yeah like, really? <laughs> until the next time <laughs> right exactly so self-respect and the way you allow your other people to to treat you is actually very uh very important so i'm glad you mentioned that because uh yeah it's um it's about setting boundaries and not settling for less than what we deserve and that's why i, I love what you said about the goddess yeah and uh, it's very very <laughs> powerful so how do you work with your clients do you work one-on-one -on -one or do you have group or yeah I do both so I only have a small number of one-on-one -on -one spots just because of capacity mm -hmm. um, but that's quite um an open sort of flexible way of like working together so I have a structured program which is uh like around conscious dating because I trained with the relationship coaching institute and they have this conscious dating program that I trained around mm -hmm. so I also offer that to my clients if they want to go like through clear 12-week process it can be longer than that because when we get to the requirements sometimes that takes a few sessions to really iron it out um so we go through all of that and that looks at your vision for your life it looks at your relationship requirements um and all the things and it's and i think it's just such a great program that you've got so much clarity by the time you get to the end of it you're very ready for a relationship because we tackle obviously what are the obstacles are already standing in your way first and foremost like why have you not had success in the first place so we've got that or we just keep it we keep it flexible around that structure so whatever you want to bring to the table you know of the day around it we'll work on that um, I have a group program called Three Steps to Love, which is around those three steps I mentioned earlier about loving yourself, loving your life, loving your relationship. So that has got like training modules as a part of it. It's um, group calls once a week. Um, and then obviously I'm there answering the questions within the community. And yeah, so that's quite that's it has a structure to it as well obviously because it's got the training modules but then it's very open too because you can ask me anything and I can work with you around whatever it is that's going on for you currently as well in your relationship and your dating world so that's just really really exciting programs I just really love taking women through all of the things and just really I'm also quite responsive I love being really responsive to people and what they need mm. as well at the time um so yeah so really great programs I've got loads of other little bit things I'm going to be launching my online dating membership soon I'm very Ooh, excited nice. about that um, <laughs> because I know that people struggle a lot with online dating it's mm -hmm. such a big thing and it gets such a bad reputation but I have met some really great guys online I met my partner online you know he's a ticks all my boxes and more person and I know it works and I think there's something about having the right attitude the right mindset the clarity all of those things so my membership is going to be there to help women um with that on a weekly basis so I'm going to be providing all these action steps and all the bits all the training and everything so that's just really exciting to come to so and then I have other scattered programs that go on um throughout like from x to next if you are wanting oh, to <laughs> i love that yeah <laughs> i've got that as a short program that i'm currently doing one-on-one -on -one, but i want to turn it into a group program at some point so if you are going for a breakup or you, you know you've just gone through it and you're like i really want to move on but i'm stuck how do i then that is what the program's for it's just six weeks it's going through like six key sort of steps and you've got me like as your coach your daily day-to-day -day support just to really help you break through those challenges overcome them and start looking forward to the future 
picture even if you don't feel like you're quite ready but it's getting you ready mm. so that when you are then you've cleansed everything you've let go of the past you've know you're not holding on to anything so I think that's so important not to take that baggage into the next relationship but also yeah. releasing the past releasing yourself building your self-esteem as well and just getting really clear about what you want look at what you've learned from it too so that's another exciting little program so yeah so I just I've got bits and bobs <laughs> I love your excitement like how you are you're really passionate about what you do that's so beautiful love it. Yeah, love it. <laughs> so for everyone listening I will put uh, Tope's uh, website or like all your detail where people where people can follow you or yeah. enroll or maybe subscribe to your newsletter if you have a newsletter and uh, yeah and all of that so I really want to thank you for your time and for having been my guest. It was really amazing. Really enjoy your, resonate with your values. That's really important. So thank you very much. Thank you so much for having me. I've really enjoyed the conversation. Thanks, Morgan. Thanks. So thank you everyone for listening. And so make sure to check out Tope and I will see you in the next episode. Take care. Bye-bye.